Because for the first time this season, we may have all 11 starters on the field to start the game. For defense, for defense, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we need them against the uh, Cowboys. I'm not really afraid of uh, Michael uh, Shortarm Irvin. I mean, sorry, I'm flashback a decade. I'm not really afraid of Terrell Shortarm Owens. But. Yeah, Terry Glenn. And John had a, an interesting point. As you, didn't you say they're going to bring in uh, Troy Vincent in like nickel situations? Yeah, it seems like they're going to be playing him more and more um, in safe at safety, um, and they're putting him in there on passing downs and then and, and keeping Adam Archuleta out because he's done nothing but prove that he sure as hell can't cover pass. So it looks like they're going to be playing him more and more out there. Perhaps, maybe even putting Archuleta on the bench and having Troy Vincent out there playing on the passing downs alongside Sean Taylor. We'll have to see on Sunday. Yeah. On the offensive side of the ball, did you say that uh, Santana Moss was listed as questionable? He is questionable. Yes, he is. He's questionable Um, with that hammy. Dude, when did they put this out? Because I've checked like Redskins.com like five times today, and there was like nothing on the injury list. I think Redskins.com is like the last to give you the information. No, the injury report is due when the NFL on Wednesdays. I guess think by Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday evening. Yeah. So the injury report is out for everyone. The Redskins. Right. Um, the only questionable person is Santana Moss. Everyone else is probable. Who else is unprobable? Uh, Brunel. Well, I saw the projected starting lineup, I think, on Washington Post, and they had Randall L. out of the game for um, punt returner. Yeah, I would figure. But anyway, we've got most of the team back, it looks like. That bye week pretty much came at a great time. One, because they can regroup. Yeah. And, um... Yep. Speaking of crappy Dallas... uh they actually played pretty good against Carolina last week with the uh, Tony Romo dude. Yeah, um, Carolina, although Carolina kept it close until they, they pooped the bed and just handed the game over in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but this is what I was talking to uh, the dude in our league, the Colts fan that's in our fantasy league, the only one who I beat. <laughs> I have to say I destroyed this week, 119 to like 89. <laughs> that would be Colts kick skins. 
anyway, um, I was talking to him about uh, the Tony Romo situation and how he was able to uh, um, play so well against Carolina. He was like, yeah, but they didn't have film. And this week, the Redskins are going to have film to watch on them, and they'll be able to prepare. Yeah, that seems to be what happens a lot when uh, when the backup goes in. They put the backup in, and he goes in, and he kicks butt, or he almost wins the game, or he wins the game, becomes a big, you know, Gus bust for the Redskins fans back in the uh, back in the day, things like that. Mm-hmm. Then uh, you come across like the second game, and just like he was saying, um, you know, the opponent has had time to check out the film. And suddenly your quarterback, your your darling backup quarterback, throws three picks, you know, and 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 throws for about 120 yards and three picks. Dude, I'd settle for one pick. When was, dude, we've dropped more picks than we've like caught. It's worse than last year. You know, I've been talking about that every week. How we need more turnovers. We need turnovers. And last year, near the end of the season, we started getting them. But man, we 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 ain't got nothing. Do you have that You're stat? Do you, any turnovers. Dude, do you have that stat handy of like? I do not. Well, you suck. Then you're supposed to be the statistician. You're supposed to be able to pull that stuff up at a drop of a pin. I am. Yeah, dude, you're the Harry Hog football statistician. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. Oh, well, you are from here on out. I'll, I'll see what I can do on that. What, what stat um, are you looking for? We're looking for the turnover ratio. Uh, yeah, that that would be a John stat. <laughs> I think it's um, probably about negative 15 at this point, and I'm not even exaggerating. I think it's somewhere around there mm-hmm. for oh. the season. It's, got, it's definitely in the teens somewhere, in the negative teens. I know one thing. He kept hitting um, Terrell Owens over and over. He had like nine catches for over 100 yards. So he stopped crying. Yeah. and uh, No one wants to see a grown man cry. You know what I really didn't want to see? At the end of that game, was Bill Parcells kissing a bunch of men? Yeah, I didn't see any of that. Josh, did you see any of that? Like, I didn't, I didn't get to see the end of the game. So. I did not. Was he slipping tongue? Was he slipping him tongue? I don't know, but he was like playfully flirting with Terrell Owens, like tapping him on the cheek with the palm of his hand, and like turning his hat sideways. And he was like doing his jelly roll while he's doing it. <laughs> and then he was like playfully. Then he was like kissing like Keyshawn on the cheek and. All this stuff and no, I mean I've seen Joe Gibbs pretty happy, but I don't think I've ever seen him like like kissing the players. Well, I've never so seen strange. Parcells happy. But, you know, it is the oh, it is the zeros, it is the next century. So you know, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess, man. But they could at least keep that stuff in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they must have all got together and had it. Never mind. I'm not even going to. So anyway, um, so can we discuss something here? I have, I have a question. Mm-hmm. I was reading again this week about Joe Gibbs' uh, plan as far as backup quarterbacks go and what he's done all along throughout his history as a coach. And basically, you're saying the same thing. You know, worked back, you know, back in the day when we're winning Super Bowls, where we've got a quarterback. If the quarterback gets injured. And the quarterback is practicing but can't play. Then the third string guy plays. Tell me if I'm wrong Jason here. Campbell. Yep, Jason Campbell. Campbell. But if the quarterback is not practicing that week, then the second guy, second string guy is taking snaps, then he plays the game. No, no, no. It, it's, it's, it's actually 
I, I don't think you said it correctly. Let me let me jump in real quick on that. It's if the quarterback, if Brunel gets injured in the game, yeah. then Todd Collins goes in. Okay. If we know Brunel's not going to play like two or three days prior or like six days prior, like if this Sunday he gets he gets a broken leg, then Campbell will Campbell be in the next practice week. and he'll play. Right. The next right. week. But if it's an emergency situation, Collins goes in. So, so well, now, yeah, and Jason Campbell's not in in the past has that come up? There's a question for people out there. I mean, like with with quarterbacks in the past. Dude, didn't Brian Mitchell have to play once? Am I? I think he. I think he had. I think he did have to play a few downs. I think he did too. I remember it. Probably did. Correct us if we're wrong, dudes out there. But I think I vaguely remember Brian Mitchell having to go in as like the emergency quarterback. Yeah. Anyway. I could be smoking crack. I don't know. I don't know. I was just saying, the way that it was put in this article, it was like, it was like Gibbs is saying, this is what I've done all along. This is what I've always done. No, he's just done that this season. Yeah, that's what he's been, I think that's what he's saying. He's been doing it this season. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know, man, but I got to bring something up that really kind of uh, upset me in the news this week, and that was that Jeffrey Norman or Newman. Jeffrey Norman with the... Dude, you're still worried about that guy? Dude, that... <laughs> National Review, is that what he writes? He, he, he quote-unquote writes for? Yeah, all you Redskins fans out there, you have to boycott the National Review Board, whatever it is. And, uh... Because this guy was a complete idiot. Um, you can go to our site, and there's a link to his, his article, but he was basically just cutting on the Redskins and saying that everyone was happy, like, when they lost, and... But he didn't have like a point to his article other than just cutting on him. And he's supposed to be a journalist. Right. His whole his whole point was, I hate the Redskins and I'm glad they suck. Yeah. And then ha, he, ha, ha, Midwest rules. And then he alluded Basically to... Basically what he said. And then he alluded to them being like um, Nazis. Talking yeah, about that's right. the Hail to the Redskins song and who else said the word hail. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Aaron, and you made a good point about that. You were like, well, people say hail to the chief. Yeah, it's like, um, in you know, we play hail to the chief to our uh, president. You're a president. And the word hail is in our national anthem. So, um, <laughs> that guy's an idiot. So boycott his stuff. Anyway, moving forward. This game this weekend, we're already getting pumped, and it's only uh, Wednesday. Oh, man, I'm so pumped. I'm already pumped. I'm worried as hell about the game. I'm afraid we're going to get our butts whooped, but, you know, it's the Redskins-Cowboys rivalry. You never know what's going to happen. And um, I'm still pumped, and uh, you guys got to get up on every third down and uh, make some noise on defense. Make uh, this rookie Romo, well, not rookie, but make this uh, new quarterback throw some of those interceptions. And I'm glad to see that Cornelius Griffin and Joe Salavea should be back in action. Joe Salavea says he's 100% now for the first time since, like, week two or something. Yeah, he's ready to go. They're ready. we got the two big men in the middle. I'm not even really that worried about the run stop, especially now that those guys are coming back. I'm really worried about the pass. Mm-hmm. But, uh... <laughs> Sean Springs is supposed to be 100% now, right? Sean Springs, yeah. More or less, yeah. He's not on the injury report, so... Clinton Portis has a, uh... What did he have? Some kind of, like, uh... He had an ankle sprain. Ankle, a high ankle yeah. sprain? Yeah, along with all the other. You know, Clint Portis always gets, like, dinged up. Every single game he's on the sideline for, like, two or three plays getting stretched out. 
and then they throw him back in, or he throws himself back in. So he's always got like little nicks and, and bangs and problems here and there, and he always goes back in and plays. And he got hit in the nuts. Yeah, man, boy did he. And, I saw uh, an interesting thing on a Washington Post this week that Ray Brown has been brought back as a consultant. Yeah, I saw that. That's pretty sweet. Line to try to get those guys to concentrate, do their damn job. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I did, not, I did not see that. It just was like a day, or it was just like I think yesterday that I saw it. Yeah, with a little tag at the end of an at the end of a notes article. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that started off yet, you know, it was pretty much all bad news. Bad news. The Redskins are being bad. They're not playing well. Penalties, penalties, penalties. Ray Brown's coming back. You know who they need back worse than the offensive line consultant? They need Daryl Green as the cornerback consultant. Yeah. He needs to come in with like a bag of Tootsie Rolls and hand them all out. Mm-hmm. And you know, I gotta say on that note, today at my, uh, the middle school that I work at, uh, today was Jersey Day. And so, uh, I was representing with my Daryl Green jersey on. And you know, we had the, the typical kids who, who pick a new favorite team every single year where they, oh, the Redskins suck. Who's your team? You know, I like, Dallas and Cincinnati and the Giants. I'm like, no, 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 who's your team? And, you know, I had to teach a lot of children a lesson about picking a team and staying with them. But uh, I did have a few kids in the hallway, some students I don't even know that aren't in my classes, being like, hey, nice jersey. That's a cool old school jersey. And one of them even knew about Daryl Green and the tutu roll in the sock. And this kid is like 12. <laughs> so I thought that I was really impressed by that. That pretty much made my day today. Cool. And what were you were talking earlier, right before we started the recording, about the uh, Hall of Fame list? Oh yeah, I've been to the uh, the Hall of Fame site today, and they've got listings of the, all the nominees this year, and they've got them in different orders uh, by position, by alphabetical. And I know it's a page for a uh, alphabetical, and there's a ton of them if you count everybody. But there's three pictures at the top of the alphabetical page: it's Randall Cunningham, Randall McDaniel, and Armand. Mm-hmm. I think that shows that at least someone died. What was that? What was that? <laughs> I said, "You'll be an all-star yet." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I hope our monk's an all-star this year. I hope he makes it in there. <laughs> There's no excuse if he doesn't, man. There's no excuse that he doesn't at all. It's like when he retired, everyone's like, oh, man, he'll be in there in five years. And then everyone, like, completely forgot about the fact that he was the, uh, wasn't it the leading, the leading receiver ever at his, for his time period? Mm-hmm. Second leading receiver area ever behind, uh, yeah, he was an all-time receiver. He had 940 catches, all-time receiver when he retired. Um... You know, just all these great career numbers, and everyone just keeps, seems to keep passing him by. And if Michael Irvin gets in before him... Didn't he have, like, most uh, consecutive oh, Lord, games with a catch? Yeah, because they both were finalists last year. There's a chance. Joe, and, you know, all those Cowboys out there were stepping up and saying, hey, you know, we need to get Michael Irvin in there, all his, all his buddies in blue. And you didn't hear a peep from the Redskins camp from anybody saying, oh, yeah, we need to get Art Monk in there. Look at his numbers. He deserves to be in there. Shut up, Peter King of CSI.com. Everyone Art already Monk was one of the best receivers of all time, and you don't ever give him any props. Dude, everyone knows that SI is, like, 
you know how we feel about it after that prediction they had from last year for the Redskins to go three and thirteen. Oh yeah, yeah. That Peter King guy's an idiot. Yeah, he kind of he kind of is an idiot. But I think we already knew that. But anyway, didn't Art Monk also have most consecutive games with at least one catch? He did. I don't remember what the number was. I think it was like 180 something. Or... Yeah, it was somewhere up there. Yeah, and he had, he had he was the leader of a. He had the record for most reception in a, in a season. I think it's been broken since then, but he had 106 receptions in the 84. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, that's that's top of the line right there. What is the problem? Well, basically... Oh, what he, is the problem? Why is he not in the hall? Dude, because he didn't, like, get up and celebrate and, like, do all these crazy end zone dances and crap. Mm-hmm. We need, like, a petition. He just did his job. And why do the sports writers get to, like, vote on it? Yeah, that's a really good point. It should be like, look at the records and stuff like that, not some sports yeah. writer, because the sports writers are always going to write about the sensationalists. Yeah, The exactly. Terrell Owens and Michael Irvin was even more of it, and like the Deion Sanders and people like that. They're not going to write about Art Monk, because he just went out there and played football and did his job. Yep, yep. Yep. So anyway, um, let me see, dudes. Uh, the game's at 1 o'clock. We will be swinging by, seeing Tom this week, meeting up with Tom from Tom's Trivia, and then after yeah. the game, we will uh, hang with some boys from uh, Williamsburg for a post-game celebration out in the park tonight. Yeah, some of our some of our uh, listeners out there going to be hopefully catching up with you guys after the game, hopefully celebrating a victory. Oh, and if any of you dudes need some tickets to the Carolina game, we can't use ours. So uh, we need to get rid of them. So send us an email if you're interested. Oh, sure. Face now, value. Email us. What's the email address? Face value for those tickets, dudes. Just send us an email. Redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. That's right. That's H-A-R-R-Y hogfootball.com. There's four together. Four together. Mm-hmm. Up to four together. On an aisle. On an aisle. <laughs> Anywho. Speaking of dudes. Yeah. You guys hear that music? Ooh. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's on time. Tom's Trivia. That's right. It's Tom's Trivia time. And if you'll remember last week, we didn't have a question from Tom. So you and Josh asked your own questions. Um, I, don't, I don't even remember what my question was. I'll tell you what your question was. Josh's question was, who was Sonny Jurgensen traded for? That was a good question. And uh, the other question was, okay. what was the last team that Brian Mitchell um, retired from, or played for, I'm sorry, what was the last team that Brian Mitchell played for? And uh, we did get some answers in here. All right. And the uh, person to get first person to need them both correct was none other than Speed Racer. Oh, I believe Sonny Jurgensen was traded for Norm Sneed. That is correct. And the, there's there's an interesting thing on this. Is Tom uh, from Tom's Trivia sent in an answer to his own Tom's Trivia question that he didn't write? <laughs> <laughs> was he was he correct? Quarterback Norm Sneed, I think he was a quarterback. And um, he was sent to the Eagles in a trade for Sonny Jurgensen. Is that correct? Yeah, Tom was correct, but he was just uh, he was a little late getting in there. Yeah. Um, and the other question was Brian Mitchell. Um, 
Brian Mitchell, the last team he played for, do you know this, John? I'm pretty sure it was Giants. That is correct. But his last game was for the Giants, but the trick of the question was that he signed the Did he retire with? Yeah, he signed with the Redskins and for one day and retired as a Redskin. That's right. All right. So that brings us to the Times trivia question. Oh, congratulations to uh, Speed Racer, first of all, who will win absolutely nothing. So anyway, um, that brings us up to this week's Tom Trivia, and it's actually sent in by Tom, so this is this is a uh, official Tom Trivia question since it's sent in, so here it is. <clears throat> here we go. Who said, if we had Sonny Jurgensen as our quarterback, we never would have lost a game? And yes, folks, that's the Tom's Trivia Question for this week. Anyway, what else do you guys have to add on this uh, week's 53rd podcast? We've already eclipsed one year on the Harry Hog Football site. Um, we've had some requests for the, the uh, shop asking us when the shop was going to get up online, but we got to get some uh, few ends, loose ends tied up. We'll get the shop going. We need to find, like, extra time in our lives to actually do that. Yeah, yeah that's been a little difficult. Because mm-hmm. all the extra time that any of us have, we've we've been, like, hauling our butts up to Washington to watch the Redskins lose. Yeah. But but but, uh, but that said, it is the 1st of November, so we're going to get the shop online really quick so that there's uh, – if people want, want to order anything for the holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or whatever it is that you celebrate and you want to give a nice Harry Hog gift for, because um, who wouldn't want to give a Harry Hog football T-shirt to Grandma? That's right, exactly. We'll even do one in pink for you, maybe, or maybe not. But uh, yeah, Happy Kwanzaa! Buy a Harry Hog shirt. Yeah, we've been getting emails from people like all over the country saying that uh, they like listening to our show and about they feel closer to the Redskins, people that have been displaced as Redskins fans. I'm thinking not like you, Aaron. Yeah. I think we might need to get a map up there, like a Harry Hog Nation map of where everyone is and put little... That's a pretty good idea. What? That's a good idea. Um, I'd like time to do it. Yeah. That's the deal. That's the dealio. But yeah, you know, that's part of the reason that... That's, that's primarily one of the main reasons that we do this is so, like, you know, the three of us are all far apart from each other and only get together for the games, like, only a couple of years. And... It's nice to be able to, to get together and talk and complain and bitch and moan and and celebrate and do all that stuff with with our other our friends here, our Redskins fans. And uh, you know, if we can help other people to keep up on what's going on with the Redskins, a bunch of uh, expat Washingtonians and Virginians and old school North Carolinians and Marylandians and 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 West Virginians and all you guys out there, you know, that's cool. It's good to hear that from you guys. Californians and Oregonians. And Nebraskians. Yeah. Nebraskians and Floridians. Maybe a couple of Delawareans. Here's the challenge. Here's the challenge. What? If we can get five people from five different states to write in this week and say, put me on the map, I'll you'll, do the map. You'll do the map. I'll do the map. Wait. You hear that, guys? Five no. people from five different states and you write in and he'll do the map. So it, that doesn't mean if you're in, like, Virginia or Maryland or whatever, don't write in. Go ahead and write us in and say, 
hey, I'm in Virginia, I'm in Maryland, because that counts for a state, and who knows how many people are going to write in from this state. So um, just drop us a line and say, yeah, let us know your city and state. And, yeah, um, man, city and state, we'll put, it, we'll put it up, we'll put you on the map. Um, we can put as much or as little about you as you want. Just let us know what you want, and that's what we'll do. Yeah, yeah. first map of Harry Hog Nation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm all teary-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what a what a great way to start our second year of podcasting. Yeah, and you know, and, and that said, again, it's not. It doesn't just have to be a map of United States of America. It can be a map of the globe. So I mean, oh sure. You know, we we know we've got people listening out in like Doha, Qatar. Uh, various other places around the world. So um, I think we had somebody write in from Spain. Um, Ireland. Yeah, we've gotten emails from the Middle East from uh, servicemen out there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, wherever you are, drop yeah. us a note. Let us know. We'll put it on the map. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, we all might, we all live under one the same blue sky, and we all bleed burgundy and gold. Amen, brother. All right. All right. I'm all choked up. All right, go ahead. I'm all choked up. <laughs> and we got to point out here, uh, first of all, this is Dallas week, and we hate Dallas, and we're going to destroy him this week. I don't care what anyone says. John, I don't care if you are worried. I don't care if you're worried. We're going to destroy him. That's it. Yeah. We're tired of losing. Dallas, you're going down. Going down. You're going down. I hate Dallas. That's right. Yeah, me too. Anyway, dudes, um, you got anything to add before we head on, Dallas. pack our bags and head up to Washington? Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I'd like to add that I hate Dallas. It's, it's all I can do not to drop an F-bomb in the middle of that statement. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. Just hate Dallas. Hate, hate, hate. Can't wait to beat their butts this weekend. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I pretty, mu- I pretty much agree with that. I, you know, hate, hate's a pretty strong word, but... Dallas. I think even when I wrote an email to my mother today, I actually spelled it out. Dallas. Dude, you know what? <laughs> I really can't. Like, watching that game last week, I still can't stand that different colored blue that they got on the letters. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's like it doesn't match. Different random blues and silver blues, and they always change. Like, pick a color. Dude, and I hope we wear our burgundy pants again, man. These whites aren't helping anymore. Yeah, the white on whites. We need we need to go old school. They should have made this like a throwback weekend and gone with like the R in the helmet and the yellow pants. That's mm-hmm. what the Redskins should have done. Gotten together, you know, Dan Snyder and his 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 look up to mentor amongst the owners, Jerry Jones. The two of them should have gotten together to uh, old figure this one out, and then they could have made a bunch more money off of a staff that always spent tons of money on the memorabilia. Yeah, but can they do that? Don't they have to, like, have a preset at the beginning of the season as to what they're going to wear? No, they, they... I don't think so. No, they have alternative uniforms that they're allowed to wear that are approved. Yeah. But they have to get them approved, like, at the beginning of the season. They can't be like, oh, we're going to wear our 1963 throwback pants and just, like, pull them out of some, like, musty old locker and, like, give them to the guys. <laughs> <laughs> they can't do that. They have to, like, totally get it approved beforehand, right? Yeah, they, I'm sure they have to get approved beforehand. I don't know if it's the beginning of the season or it's a preseason. All right, this is our set for the year. And you want to know what, what I think? But... I think everybody should just pay the fine and wear striped socks. <laughs> I think they Remember should last wear the... year? Who was doing that last year? Sean Terry. And, and, uh, and Springs. Springs. 
but not Sprague's with Taylor and uh Don't tell you. Yeah. Oh, and just so you know, Cowboy Troy Aikman's gonna be announcing the game, go figure. Oh, that figures. Good thing we'll be at the game, we won't have to listen to him. Except mm-hmm. when we go home and, and read TiVo or, or listen to the TiVo broadcast of the huge victory we're getting ready to see. Yep. You say that again. We need it, man. We need it. This is it. This is like Yeah, this this is it. You're exactly right, Josh. This is it. This is the winning season right here on both fronts. We yeah. lose, we go 0-2 to Dallas and 2-6 and on the season. You might as well. And 0-3 in the you division. You might as well send me a uniform and put me in the defense, in the defensive back. And in my opinion, if we lose, you might, we may as well, uh, Mark Brunel may as well hang his ha- helmet. They may as well hand the ball over to Jason Campbell. Let's see what he can do. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yep. I agree with that. But we're not, they're not gonna lose though. We're gonna kick their butts. There's a lot, but there's a lot riding on this game, I think, for a lot of people. And, uh, you know, it, everybody just needs to step up and do their job and like, and do it well. <laughs> yeah. So. Gotta beat Dallas! Yep. I hate Dallas! I know. And, um, we expect we to, to see you guys there. that run, establish it early, pound the ball, mix it up a bit, confuse them, daze them. Shocking all them, whatever it is we gotta do. <laughs> Throw it to Santana Moss deep over, uh, Roy Williams? Yep. Whatever we gotta do, we need to, we need to establish it early and not let up. If we get a lead, we need to not be comfortable. We need to, we need to be the most uncomfortable we've ever been with any lead we've ever had in a game. That's what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, at the end of the game, we need to have more points than Dallas. Yeah, that's right. Because all right, like dude. Aaron always says, if you, have, if you have more points than the other team at the end of the game, you win. I don't do predictions, but I'm going to do a prediction. Should I do it? No. We don't do that on this show, dude. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> We don't do that on this show. Um, I'll tell you one thing, though. Yes. The Redskins are going to kick some butt. Yeah, the extent of our predictions is uh, we're going to win. We're going to yeah. kick their butts. But if you want to bet on some numbers, I'm feeling it. The ESPN is kicking into my head here. The ESPN. I mean, ESP, excuse me. <laughs> have we forgotten anything this week? We don't really have any kicks or, or game balls to give. I mean, we can give out tons of kicks if we want. But <laughs> I gave out my kick. I gave you know, it there wasn't really our... any game balls to give out, except for maybe Ray Brown coming out of uh, retirement to try to whoop those boys into shape. I, yeah, I'm going to kick Greg Williams in the defense because we've fallen from what, like the number eight defense to the number 21st or 23rd defense or something like that? 26th, I think. I gave my kick to uh, Bill Parcells for kissing all those dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give my kick to uh, Mark Brunel for coming back from injury too fast. Yeah, he should have sat out. a quarterback out. that can throw the ball more than 10 yards down the field. Well, he knows, dude. Well, Carolina, i got to point out, Carolina was um, – was hitting those short little passes and breaking some yards on them. Yeah, look, they, and look what they got in their column this past week. Well, Dallas's defense is pretty good, I have to say. They're ranked like number five. The front seven's really good. It's their defensive backs, other than well, even overrated Roy Williams isn't all that good. Mm. And I mean Newman, give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> For the ball, Newman. Ball at him. Newman. Newman. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, dudes, we better wrap this thing up. We'll see you guys at the game. Everyone get up and loud on third down, on defense, the whole game. Especially if you have Dallas fans sitting behind you going, man, sit down. We can't see the game. 
shut up. <laughs> what you say? Shut up. That's right. This is all awesome. Dallas. This is Dallas. <laughs> for those Dallas fans. All right, dude. Um, go ahead and send us some email. Redskins fan at harryhawkfootball.com. And, uh. John, that's your key, dude. I already did it once, man. I only do it once a, once a podcast. <laughs> I got you. And right. if you see a, da- a Dallas Cowboys fan, especially this week, joke on. Joke on. And I got one more thing to say. And here it comes. <laughs> uh. Uh, uh, this concludes our broadcast day.